You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. Hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the People's Podcast Show. This is the 60th episode of our fantastic podcast. We appreciate you for tuning in for another week, the loyal listeners. Um, we see you. We love you. Um, thank you so much for rocking with us for 60 whole weeks. That's a really big deal. So mm-hmm. big up yourself. Um, before we get into any of the shenanigans, mm-hmm. to anyone who does not know, I am Amber Nicole. I am your homegirl, Miss Asia Michelle. And it's your boy, HJ, on the mic. And we're here again. Thank God. Yeah, but look at your face as the boy. I'm just looking at y'all for these drinks. Ooh. For our first segment, um, if you have been tuning in for the past 60 weeks, you already know what's about to go down. If you are new, somebody say, you know what? You need to check out the People's Podcast because I hear that they be doing a damn thing. The first segment of every episode, we've been doing this for 60 weeks straight, is always happy hour. Happy hour is one of our favorite pastimes and we had to incorporate it into our show. So uh, real brief description of what happy hour is is exactly what it sounds like we sit around we have a drink whether it's water tea um whatever sprite ginger ale gin and tonic whiskey ginger whatever (laughs) it may be um i'm i didn't pour my drink yet let me do that because i want to oh it was hard to do it i'm gonna pour my drink Mm -hmm. and i'm going to cheers to my friends, because I have a special cheers that I want to do um, that is dedicated to my friends. I can't drink that straight, so let's just do Just a little that. shot of mm-hmm. um, So if you are, if you have something to drink, raise your glass with us. Ooh. I just want to uh, shout out my friends who have literally, and I forgot what I wanted to bring tonight. I'll give it to y'all later. But um, my friends have a f- 100% been there for me. I've been going through a little bit of a tough time lately, and things are finally just starting to get back into, you know, my regular life. And I want to just tell you guys that I appreciate you. Um, oh, I appreciate God. you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. They didn't know I was going to do this on the air. Um, but, you know, I am a proponent of giving people their flowers while they while they can still smell them. And although they may not have even seen their actions over the past few weeks as like doing anything for me, it is 100 percent greatly appreciated. And I'm gonna look both y'all in your mm-hmm. eyes and tell you all that I 100 percent appreciate you. Don't know where I would be. Um, I thank you. Um, you know, y'all y'all know if nobody else knows. Mm-hmm. And. I, I, y'all know I don't do this. this so, <laughs> what do you say? He said, this is happy. <laughs> Did you forget? Right. Yeah. I, we taking it there mm-hmm. on episode 60 in the first you. three minutes mm-hmm. of the show. It's so. a wrap. Cut <laughs> Beautiful guys. <laughs> Dynamite. Dynamite. <laughs> We're done. But no, I, I, I really love y'all and I want to say it to the world. So, thank you so much for being more than friends to me. I really. Also, oh. thank you so much for the wonderful Centennial Wishes. Oh, my God. Y'all did such a great job last week. Um, shout out to uh, Venus yes. and Mars because that was a good episode. If y'all didn't hear episode 59 of, of the Damn People's Podcast, I implore you to just Not stop this. I, 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 I implore you to stop right now. And just go, go back. back. 
to the previous one, listen to that, and then come back to this one because the friends did a darn good job. Kudos to y'all because oh, I was dying as soon <laughs> as the episode started. <laughs> so thank y'all. I appreciate you guys forever and ever and ever and Amen. all that good stuff. Love cheers, you too, friends. Cheers, 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 cheers. cheers. Oh goodness, my Ooh. heart is just. So I guess now we can start happy hour. Joe, <laughs> yeah. Yo, you go first. I have to marinate. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, you know, dang, I wasn't even expecting that. <laughs> that shit, <laughs> yo, it hit me with hit it hit me in my stomach. But you know, <laughs> I really do appreciate that. You know, um, sometimes you do certain things from the kindness of your heart, and you just really don't like really expect your flowers but when they do come uh, I'm not going to push them away I'm just going to say I appreciate you and I thank you for them they smell very very good Good. Um, but my happy hour my my week has been been good Um, despite me feeling a little tired I feel like I've been very it's been very good Um, work has been good Um, different things in my life has been good I mean I have no complaints at all Mm -hmm. it's just um that's it. Like I just feel like it's good. I don't have anything that's, that's amazing. To say. Yeah. Uh, I know that this week, um, you know, I'm so quick to say Jesus take the wheel, <laughs> <laughs> and I was in the car with my mother this week, and I was just like, "Well, give me that wheel back because <laughs> Jesus, the I lady dri- is driving listen, recklessly. Jesus, if you drive just like how my Ooh, mother's driving, I don't want Lord no Jesus, I'm <laughs> going to need to go to sleep. Give me a sleeping pill to until I get to that destination. But um, it was just like so crazy. My mother was like dipping and dodging, and then. She was going faster than usual. (laughs) And I was just like, well, God dog it. Like, what's going on? My, like, did you drink some coffee? Did you take a shot? Um, No, she she didn't do do any of that. But um, I just was, like, so scared in a damn car with her. But (laughs) I was happy that when she dropped me off at the train station, I was able to exhale and get out and take the train because, damn it. When I came back and get out and take the train. When I was when I was um when I got back in the afternoon, I said, You want me to drive? Mm. She hopped out the car. I said, Yes, Lord. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could experience another uh, another roller coaster like I did in the morning time. (laughs) But nonetheless, my week has been good. I have nothing to complain about. That's good. No, I don't have anything to complain about. My week has been good from start to finish. It's not even finished yet, but yeah, it's good. Amen to that, friend. What's that's good. that's always good. Good, good homegirl. Um, I had a good week. Let's no, let's not say that. I had I I've been doing okay this week. I'm be I'm being transparent because that's what I am to the people. I'm doing all right. Um, I've been faced with some challenges. Um, I had the pleasure of celebrating my cousin's birthday. Um, last Saturday, mm. and we went to a very nice place, and I, I told my good sister that um, we should participate in the festivities sometime soon over there in the city of New York, um, because it is a nice place for us to um, parlay at. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we gonna do that. Where did I wear this outfit to? Ooh. Oh, I wore that to the place. Okay, so yeah, I did that. Of course, church was on Sunday, followed by brunch, and, um, oh, I gotta get on the mic, sorry, y'all, 
the week has been the week, honestly. Like, um, I wasn't feeling well earlier this week. And I had to kind of, you know, get myself through that, going through the motions. Mm -hmm. I got back to work and, you know, shit show. But it is what it is in my industry. Um, I came to a decision that, you know, I will probably be moving on, if not soon, in the near future. And as far as my work career is concerned, um, me working or not, because I don't plan to work a nine to five for very much longer however i know that in the near future i will need to have a job Uh and i won't be at this job very much longer and it's not like i'm in no hot water but you know when things start to overwhelm my mental wellness and Mm -hmm. i'm not good and i'm stressed and i'm you know revolting back to old habits because of that stress then I know that there needs to make a change and um I'm blessed and I'm I'm honestly gonna toot my own horn and and just say that I've been reminded of my accomplishments and how talented I am I you know had to go and update my LinkedIn profile because I had it set to where I'm not looking for a job at the moment and like as soon as I changed that and said I am looking for opportunities like so many great opportunities have been just flooding my email I had an invitation to um a it's kind of like an open house, but I forget what they call it. It's a something type of reception, honestly, for Morgan Stanley that's happening um, within the next couple of weeks. And I was just like, look at God, Asia. Like, you know, because when I first opened, it, opened my LinkedIn back up, I was like, I don't know, like, what else I could do outside of what I'm doing? But, like, my resume is full of things. And, you know, I have degrees that allow me you know, allow employees to know that I have knowledge in these different areas and I have experience that is is not quite different from what I have already done. So it's just, it feels good um, to know that, you know, I am a marketable asset and, you know, there are people who will, who find my, my experience to be valuable, um, Especially to have like Morgan Stanley reach out to me. I'm like, Morgan Stanley. Let's get it. Here we go. I'm going to go to that open house reception, whatever they call it. Um, I'm going to have my good suit on because I don't bring that out too often. But anyway. Dust it off. I'm going to dust it right on off. Other than that, um, I've been okay. You know, I've been all right. I'm here with my friends. I told my friends, like, I need to get a man or something because they going to be stuck with my ass. And I'm just gonna be coming over to the house. Christian <laughs> Mango, here we come. <laughs> Not Christian Mango. <laughs> but that's about it for real. I'm happy to be here. It's Thursday. And but thank you for the toast earlier, girl. Um I'm gonna talk to you about that later. Um mm-hmm. but just no friend like that's regular. Like we always gonna be here for each other. That's just what we do. That's why. Okay, I was gonna say that. You know, you can count on me, friend. <laughs> you my you ain't never gotta feel like you going through anything by yourself as long as I'm around. That's real. I appreciate y'all. Yep. 
Red um, Joe is not gonna stop. Mm-hmm. Nope, help helping you to carry mm-hmm. on. That's how the words help. go, and that's why that part of <laughs> not is the wrong over. lyrics. These <laughs> that's, that's why, why I was dying so last week because they had two different versions of the song. <laughs> I ain't even gonna hold y'all. <laughs> help, hey. oh. they I'm didn't sorry. quite know <laughs> what exactly <laughs> he was singing. <laughs> child. Oh. Didn't know what to Jesus. say. That was nice. terrible. Jesus. Friend, you got a happy hour. Um, sure. Um, okay, so last week was Centennial. Shout out to all of my sorors of Zeta. We did they did the whole spiel last week, but mm-hmm. I would be very remiss if I do not congratulate and acknowledge all of my sorors. Sa Z Fi E I K Z Kitty 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 Z Kitty Kitty, all that good stuff. Um, cheers to a hundred years. Um, Z Fi to all my good sorors. Um, it's amazing to be able to live through your centennial mm-hmm. um, and really have the embellishment of going back to those feelings of when you first showed interest into your organization and just relishing on the fact that your organization has lasted a whole century and seeing the changes and seeing the traditions that have stayed the same and being able to just feel so proud of your own chapter, of your own region, um, of your own state. Shout out to the, all the Jersey Zetas. Um, it's, it's, it's really nothing like being a Zeta. I really can't exclaim that enough. Um, so, yeah, shout out to all my sorors. That was really a good time. I hung out with some of my my Jersey Sorors who did not go down to D.C. because D.C. was a mother-loving movie. Um, but it was nice to live vicariously through my sisters um, via Instagram and Facebook. Um, other than that, I've been laying low. Like I said earlier, I am in the process of just getting things back on the track that they are supposed to be in. And... Um, I saw a video today by um, an influencer on Instagram. His name is at I am PJ Owens, and mm. he has a great video out right now. Um, he's basically talking about all, all, everything he has going on in 2020. But there was a part of his video that literally sparked, re-sparked my flame, so to speak, or my fire, so to speak. And... I had to tell him like this was you know your this video was beautifully done you know wonderfully executed and I really enjoyed watching it because it's one thing if you are a content creator you know that people's attention spans are 0.0 seconds and for him to make an IGTV video that was talking all about his business but I felt compelled to watch it you know, I felt compelled to see it from beginning to end, not like skip through and like get to the good part. So it just re-sparked my fire, not necessarily to like do any specific thing, but it was just super inspiring. And, you know, I just want to say shout out to, to PJ because if nothing else, that is as a, as a uh, you know, brand builder and a brand stylist and, and, and someone in the field, that's what you want to do. You want to inspire people because from the inspiration is going to turn someone then into hopefully a customer and then hopefully into a paying customer. Right. right? right. So like shout out to you, PJ, um, just for putting that piece of content out there. Um, 
not shout out for putting it out there, but just shout out to you for, you know, being that source of inspiration. Because sometimes I find myself having to inspire others all the time. Mm -hmm. And I don't really find inspiration in anyone else. And I don't really find inspiration that it it may be something that's inspiring. um, But the purpose or its intended audience may not be me. So just wanted to give him a quick shout out because that really shout like it really peace. just it it just it just like I said I'm 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 doing a lot of things in my life right now and I'm just trying to get back to the old me because I do miss her. Um well, it's about to 2020 20, 20 it is 2020 is uh, I'm I'm excited for 2020. Mm-hmm. Um I took a big break and I'm just you know going with the flow right now. I am literally going with the flow. I'm happy. I am not going to complain because I can do that. But it's like, what's the point of doing that, right? Um, so just thank God for friends. Thank God for family. Thank God for, um, you know, all the good. Uh-huh. Thank God for all the good, huh? And I said, thank God for influencers. That I mean, too, yeah. absolutely, because that is exactly what like that's like the the exact. Sometimes like, you need a little influence. Absolutely, and it it put things. The reason I'm saying that is because this is my transparent moment. It put things into perspective for me because I am a person who you can't tell anything to. Mm-hmm. I'm someone who knows everything. I'm someone who is like, well, yeah, I knew that already, and it's it's refreshing. Mm-hmm to be influenced Mm -hmm. right i want to i want the reaction that people get from me Mm -hmm. i want that reaction from someone without feeling like it's Mm foo-foo or without feeling like it's a scam or without feeling like it's just some bullshit for somebody to make some money right i genuinely felt what he said in his video yeah which is really cool it's refreshing to be inspired it really is you know it really is like especially when you know in in my one business that is my job to inspire mm-hmm. people that get, shit gets tiring because when you when you're not even inspired to do your own shit right you lose so, focus sometimes because mm-hmm. you're like damn how much how, when i'm when i when am i going to experience someone feed into me exactly mm-hmm. exactly so i get it so that's where i was coming from that I'm, I'm gonna end my happy hour there i mean there's plenty of other things to talk about but like i'm just i'm just in a in a transformative i like that word transformative and yeah. i want i think that that's a big word for 2020 um transformative i think this will be an extremely transformative year for all of us i'm mm-hmm. not just going to talk about me but for all of us like i have we are all multifaceted and we all have these different things going on so I'm just excited for the pod. I'm excited for our businesses. Yeah. I'm excited for meeting new people. I'm just right. super excited. And it's still only January. And that excites me the most. That it's not yet. Like, you know, sometimes you get the these beginning. complexes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God, it's already February. And I haven't mm-hmm. done shit yet. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who make it to October and you still ain't do shit, it is absolutely okay. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely okay if you make it to October and you're still... In your same figuring it out space, as long as you are 0.1% better than you were yesterday, mm-hmm. that's it. No, no complaints. That's amazing. No Emma. complaints. That's so, that's crazy. Okay, go ahead. I'm done. I'm done. No, I'm done. I just want to say that's amazing. I'm glad you said that because, you know, so many of us kind of hold ourselves, uh, like we, we guilt ourselves about ma- not making it yeah. like to 
that place where you want to be and it should have it should like you should catapult there or something uh-huh. like that but you got to understand if you that uh, the smallest step you make is a big step because for a lot of people and this is me going into my mental health bag it takes a lot to do that small step Right. So if you can accomplish that, that's a that's okay and Absolutely. that's all right because that means by next October you're gonna take the next step sure. and you, take the next step. You know what it is too. Um, we expect that that little step or no, we expect our surround because of surrounding people around us taking big steps. We expect for ourselves to take the big step. So we don't look at those little steps that we do take mm-hmm. and we don't look at them as milestones, mm-hmm. but. Meanwhile, it's like people looking at you like, dang, you did that. Mm -hmm. And you think it's something so minutes. That's such a good point. That's an extremely good point. Like we 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 fail to give ourselves the props that we deserve. Right. Because honestly, um that feeling that you felt was me last January. Mm -hmm. And I look Oh and oh how now so how are oh. we feeling twelve months later? I'm like as I'm the therapist with my pad, right? right? <laughs> so how Yo, do you feel now, twelve months later? Can I? Uh, there's a. I feel like a brand new person. Oh, mm-hmm. because you know the same for me speaking to myself now, and like from last year, I couldn't see myself being in this seat right mm. now, and it feels so refreshing because. Um, I was telling someone it took me four years to get to the moment that I am right now. Mm -hmm. I said, but it's okay because if you can see yourself and envision yourself in a happy place, then you don't have nothing to worry about. Mm -hmm. All you got to do is see yourself in a happy place because once you're in that happy place, nobody can take you out of it. Absolutely. Manifestation. Right. So um, I feel great. We're gonna talk uh, talk about some things off the record, but yeah, Ooh, it's good. Absolutely, uh, amen. Happy hour is that was Ooh. a good happy hour, guys. Um, so uh, every once in a while, we want to highlight someone from our community, whether it be someone of color, um, a minority, whatever it may be. We try to do our due diligence in so to speak, giving back by highlighting and using our platform to bring light and shed light and and give props to and let y'all know about some people that you might not otherwise know about via mainstream news outlets. So I think that Asia has someone to highlight during our segment that we like to call Thriving While Black. Yes, I do. I want to tell y'all a little bit about it. First of all... Um, Amber, I just want to show you this picture. I don't know if you saw it. Oh, the girl looks cute. Oh, Cherry's posted. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> they had posted my friend oh, that's on funny. the Cherry's uh, Instagram page. And All my right, Cherry's now. Nice. And they put a plate of oxtails after. Right. What they put? <laughs> and it said toast to the weekend. Ooh, Ladies Cherry's. Thursday. Is my you, face the first one? You oh, you know I'm in Cherry's today. Yes, they posted it for you, friend. It's the there. Good, I am the one in the picture. Amber the is the trend. face of the Come ladies. Come on now. Yeah. I feel like a little ladies celebrity. Yo, let me tell you about it. They <laughs> have a celebrity. Let me tell you. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Shantae. Okay. All road leaves to Cherry. Yes. Y'all get up. Nah, Shantae, all roads lead to Cherry. 
Damn, it's the hashtag is what what's Thursday looking like? Terry's Lounge. Toast to the weekend. Oxtails. Wow. Why would y'all tag wow. oxtails? That's my <laughs> How about y'all tag my friend? Dang it. That is funny. Okay. Thank you, friend, for uh nah, I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> I definitely did not see that shit. Yes. So um, but I did want to give a I was on Cherry's page because um I forgot to mention during my happy hour how we participated in the Martin Luther King Day of Service. Um and I wanted to give a shout out to um the Jersey City Greek Alliance. As long as uh, Councilwoman of War A Denise yes, Ridley, Denise um, Ridley on having that event, we were able to collect donations. Well, I donated. I didn't collect, but I don't uh, donated some donations. They collected um, some nice toiletries and uh-huh. feminine hygiene products for all of the public schools in ward a of jersey city so i oh and donations that are going to be given to um you know the public schools of ward a in jersey city and i really appreciate the short conversation that i did have with councilwoman denise yes i forgot about that yes um i am excited i, I shot her an email uh, last night actually um just telling telling her you know that it was a pleasure to meet her and that i look forward to working with her um because she has a lot of the same initiatives that i have for my nonprofit. and if my nonprofit could be beneficial to someone who can make a difference Mm -hmm. in a city that i have been born and raised and bred through then i'm more than happy to be um you know a tool that could be Absolutely, used friend. um and also i i, t- I advise her like i have a team of women with me not behind me but a team of women yes. alongside of me that are re- ready willing and able to make things happen uh-huh. so um i look forward to hearing from her and um i really just appreciate like every time it's like the mlk day of service for like i don't know since i was in high school i always make sure that i'm doing something i used to read to the kids a lot on MLK nice. Day, um, and I enjoyed that. But kids be um, different sometimes. <laughs> so you know, it's nice to do something a little different. And even if it's just me giving some donations, or for us to get together just in honor of this day of service and coming together for a purpose of giving back, I think that is very important. So I'm giving a shout out to the people. Yes. I'm giving a shout out to Cherry's Lounge. I'm giving a shout out to the Jersey City. Greek Alliance. Yes, it is. And I am also giving a shout out to Council Councilwoman Denise Ridley. Um, I think that we are thriving and we're doing good for our city and for our community, and we should continue to do things like this. Mm-hmm. That's my thriving, my black. Shout out to you, friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, shout out to the to the people. Right. Mm-hmm. Twenty twenty is transformative. I'm telling y'all, man, right. it's it's gonna be something real special this year. Ooh, it's gonna be nice, real special. I'm excited. God is doing a new, new thing. thing. Okay, so after we get through happy hour, after we thrive while we're black, we like to get into one of our most poppinous segments. The poppinous. I don't know if it, it might be a close second to question because <laughs> questions get so freaking spicy sometimes. Spicy. But this segment is called The Socials. 
And if you are new to this, but not true to this, we used to do a bunch of rambling about what we found on social media and <laughs> celeb gossip. And we talked about what we thought you guys would want us to talk about. However, we have decided to make our show more quality uh-huh. by having a more concise right selection of stories yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that we talk about while you know all the while still entertaining you guys so we've divvied up the social media segment um into three sections which are asia you have oh i do a segment of the socials that presents all the celebrity news so like well not all of it but i pick some stuff um that i feel like is I don't know bullshit or I feel like it's something to talk about mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna start with the bullshit but the bullshit that turned into something good so remember you guys I told you last week about how Rasby got arrested for a DUI yes. um, and he had claimed that <coughs> when the when the police officers had smelled the alcohol oh, he said yeah but I was I was smoking and drinking Earlier, <laughs> yeah, he Dirty said earlier. Boy. Earlier, it had happened, but the police had smelt it on him, and then he failed all the sobriety testing right. that he was supposed to do. Dang, um, but dang, dang. you know what? It seems like he might have had some self actualization and realization, and uh-huh. he has checked himself into a rehab self care facility. Um, there was a source that reported to the shade room that you know there's stress from childhood trauma that has led to unhealthy life decisions and he checked himself into a private self-care facility to acquire the necessary tools for a healthier life and honestly you know I always talk about generational curses and childhood traumas Uh and how that can really negatively affect people so um it's good that he's doing this I mean who's to say what happens when he comes out but we're not even going to think about that we're just going to wish him the best and hope that he you know has the opportunity to confront whatever traumas or demons that he has been dealing with and holding inside of him and then he could come out of this a man that is more self aware and has a better understanding of of himself and can cope better with the problems that he has dealt with Uh during his life so that's um some bullshit that turned into brightness i guess so you know a little something i'm i'm glad to hear about that i'm also um a little well i'm also glad to hear about uh, i don't know if you guys you guys should i'm sure a lot of you do but if you don't you can follow the shade room after after you follow the people's podcast facts um and there's a post there that there there's a new class of Maryland firefighters and they are just full of black women and mm. there's a picture of these black women Melanin on social media right now on the shade room and they are part of the Prince George's County Fire Department and um they actually just made history by hiring Chief Deputy Tiffany Green as the first female African American fire chief to serve in the department. Amazing. Um. So there are 
there is a very fabulous representation of black women in this fire department. And it's also a represent representation of like, you know, just setting goals and accomplishing them. They're role models for young black queens who aspire to be just the opposite of what society tells them that they they gonna be or they right. should be. So I'm happy to see that as well. Now on to some nonsense. Um, I would like to report that Takashi 69 had um, requested that the judge allow him to serve the remainder of his sentence on house arrest and the judge respectfully declined his mm -hmm. request and said no because you need to understand the um, the seriousness of right. your crimes and just because you you know you told don't mean you just get let off scotch-free you right. did some really illegal bad stuff right he trying and, to protect them right <laughs> and you got to pay and honestly he's trying to protect you because i don't know what's going oh knock on the wood because right. i don't wish nothing bad on nobody but you know it's gonna be difficult for you to maneuver mm -hmm. and you know right now you just need to be here um so that was denied. On to further um, nonsense. We'll we'll talk quickly about how uh, Wendy Williams and Kevin Hill, Kevin Hunter, mm -hmm. are officially divorced, and I guess there are some legal documents that have been released that specify that the home that Wendy and Kevin lived in together here in New Jersey was put up for sale, and the um, the selling price or whatever it gets sold for will be, be split between the two fifty fifty. Wendy reportedly gets to keep the house they have in Florida, and Kevin keeps the proceeds of another home they had in New Jersey. Houses aside, they both own equal shares of their production company, but Kevin will sell his shares back to Wendy, making her the sole owner. Wow. Um. So the they they I think Wendy made out pretty good. Right. I will say. Um, on this on this whole divorce situation, and I'm happy for her because that was some bullshit. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about, uh, Wendy did some messy something I will deem messy on her show this past week, and she is reportedly, and I mean not even reportedly because I've seen on the Real Housewives of Atlanta and I've also hear, heard Wendy talk about her friendship with NeNe Leakes of Real Housewives of Atlanta and um, she, you know they seem to have a pretty authentic relationship from what I thought but on her show um, this past week Wendy actually just gave up some of NeNe's tea and I thought that was pretty mess messy Very. I'm gonna go ahead and play um, the audio for you all um, just about what was said. And I looked at my phone in between commercials and Nene text, I'm quitting. What? Wow. 9.08 this morning. That Listen is uh, what we call a Wendy exclusive, everybody. I'm surprised I got it because I have no service in my office, but I, I got it. Do you think that this is now, now I have got to say something, but I'm not going to say a whole lot. I know something about Nene that you all will cry, be sad, feel bad for her. She's carrying the weight of a huge thing on her shoulders. Is everything going okay with her husband, health and everything? Is everything... Oh, Greg is not sick. I mean, you know, Greg is cured. Yeah, I know, I but I mean... 
Okay, so that is part of the audio um, that I I saw, and it made me. I was very disappointed, as you guys have heard me say, you know, a times before on this podcast. Wendy has been an inspiration to me professionally, but I, you know, I kind of had a little bit of faith that she would, in her personal relationships, actually be a good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand that you have a job to do professionally, but when it comes to your friends, that's just not something you do as far as tell their personal business. And the way that she was kind of gassing it, mm-hmm. you know, on the show, like, oh, she got something that is going to be like now this could be played two ways. Like that could be coming out and Nene could be acting mad, but it's gassing whatever's about to happen sure, on the season of Real Housewives of that, Atlanta. That's what I was really you know thinking. what I'm saying? Or it could be like, yo, you really doing some spiteful stuff to your friend. Like that's right. not nice. Right. And if I'm thinking about it that way, I, it's like, could I ever let my professional career get in the way of my authentic friendships my answer is no like granted your bag you gotta get your bag you gotta do what you gotta do to keep your ratings up but if you put that your your personal relationships especially with your friends your loved ones you know and you put that on stake for the sake of the bag Hmm. you're gonna end up very lonely you're gonna Hmm. have that bag and be by yourself and you know what that how that end up for a lot of people um, I yes. really just, I, you know, I don't know what to make of this, but I'm a little perturbed. But I mean, how y'all feel about that? It's corny to me. Yeah, very, very I corny. Agree. Like, right. I agree. She ain't had to like, do that. I just feel like if if this was a a genuine friendship, mm-hmm. then she should have kept it to herself. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like that's why I just feel like the latter of your Sorry. your um your options was I think it's the case because I think it, it has to do with something. It's like Wendy's either getting paid for mm-hmm. from what was this um housewife she mm-hmm. getting she getting paid for something because they had her also her voice on the phone with Nene during an episode. Yeah, she oh, gets, really? She yeah, getting, yeah. Getting so she getting coin. some type of coin. Mm-hmm. She getting a little coin from somewhere. So it's just like yo, um, uh. The hope the gig is up. The gig right. is up. The jig so, is up. Because this could really all be publicity. Just a part of the public right. publicity. Yeah. Because you know? it, wasn't it like something on the the housewives that says someone has a secret or something like that? Or something? oh, that was something different though. Oh, is it? That was a mess. They saying that um, it was audio of yeah the the snake gate. Yeah. Mm-hmm, the audio of did it come out? Um, no, because I don't think it's really no snake gate. I think you Nene, think it's fake. I think Nene making it up. Cause okay, like, cause Nene about to say something, something, and this is right here is hyping it up. I think that when this whole snake egg, well, what Nene is saying, well, so what's supposedly said in the audio that's um that belongs to Snake Gate is basically Cynthia talking shit about Nene, right? And it was brought back to Nene, right? Um, and now it's I forgot the new girl's name, but it's basically Yavana. Yavana. Everybody's pointing pointing a finger at her, and she's saying, you know, she basically kind of like jumping around what's happening. But mm-hmm. her and Nene have some type of uh, agreement or or something. Because like she would not open her mouth. 
She went. What I think it is is that Nene is like put her in. Was like I'ma say I got a recording and we gonna make it seem like it's you that gave it to me. But you ain't never gonna say nothing. Because right. the like, girl is denied, denied, yeah. denied right mm-hmm. now. Like and it's like well it couldn't be nobody else but you. But now she won't say nothing when they ask her. They say oh it came out. They lied and said oh we all know it was you. And she was like no. What right. y'all need to be worried about is Ooh. why y'all so fake to and each other. And then she she said to Portia she said the snake is your man. Your I man. Said, Girl, yeah, you ain't got to go there. That right. was, it's too fresh. Too exactly. Fresh. <laughs> she was just going in circles around that. Too so I'm fresh. just like, I think Nene made that shit up, and they in cahoots. And you know, Yvonne is just trying to get a friend, and, and she's trying to stay show. relevant, right? So you know? she just gonna be in the tea with Nene and, and be in cahoots mm-hmm. with her, which is corny to me. But however, um. Yeah, so that's all I have, y'all. I don't know if y'all want to give y'all opinions on Rasby going to rehab or... Congratulations. Um, I mean, like, you know, teach. I'm happy that Rasby's going to rehab for Mm -hmm. whatever reason because, you know, I'm all about breaking traditional curses. Mm -hmm. Um, Not traditional. Not traditional family curses. Generational. Generational. I'm going to make a shirt that got that on it. Mm -hmm. But Break break generational curses. I like that. Mm -hmm. I would like Um, to have one. So, yeah, so not traditional, but break generational curses. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for that. That's so important. It like, is. I, I mean, feel like in our generation, like in us raising our kids, mm-hmm. right? Like, I feel like I'm going to be so cognizant of like, now don't get me wrong. We were raised, yeah. you know, as best as our parents could, could raise us. Right. But, but I just feel like even even though our parents did their best with us, there are still obviously shortcomings in mm-hmm. terms of things that we don't always talk about, mm-hmm. like mental health, mm-hmm. sexuality, right. um, finances, mm-hmm. right? So I would much rather have these. Uh, I mean, I can't talk because I don't got no kids, but I'm going to be. Way, I'll say I'll be way more cognizant of making sure that my children are abreast of certain things at an earlier age than when I found them out. I put but it that way. But I do way. feel like our kids will be raised totally different than we were. Than we were. Uh-huh. Because um like I've said before, um uh, we had the pleasure of experiencing both sides of the the coin so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um we Very true. the the baby boomers and yeah. then we have um those that were born after the millen- the millennium mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so it's just like oh we're stuck in the, the middle like we're the ones that have loans and the people before us really don't have loans and right. the people after us really don't have loans so it's just like okay so we have to think smart so for those that are going to come um, that's going to be the next generation after us uh-huh. they will know what to do and what not to do right so um you can't really teach a you can't really teach an adult new tricks. Yeah. Only, oh, that's a fact. You can ch- teach a child. You can raise a child up mm-hmm. to how you would like him to be, and he will continue to appreciate what you have taught him mm-hmm. or her. Mm-hmm. So, um, that I agree, friend. That's it. Yeah, I agree. Um, so my segment is all about um television. You know, I really didn't know how much television I watched <laughs> until it was brought to my attention from my friends. So, you know, um, in honor of um, television and good television at mm-hmm. that, uh, my segment is called What's on the Tube? Ooh. What is on the Tube? All right. So, um, for those of you that are new to this, I'm just going to give you a brief overview of what I have been watching during the week. I don't like to give you a whole little spill because I, because just like Amber said a couple minutes ago, you know, our, um, 
mental our mental capacity only can allow certain amount of minutes for us to be able to be captivated mm-hmm. and and uh, and entertained right, so right. i'm going to entertain you guys with my perspective of a select few of television oh a selection and um movie or video mm-hmm. or doc- whatever's docu- on the series, tube whichever tube you're watching right <laughs> what, what is the wh- whether it's youtube uh-huh. <laughs> y'all are so clever <laughs> right whatever the tube is um that's what's on it mm-hmm. so my first what's on the what first on the docket is power Yes, so I'm last week, um, I did. Oh, sit. I had watched it, y'all. You watched it. I had watched it. So did. we could talk. Yeah, we go ahead. Talk. I ain't catch up on all the episodes, but I saw the last one. Okay, mm-hmm. so I kind of reneged. You know, I'm a very we good speed player, space? and I kind of like. I really want to take mm. back what I said last week in last week's episode about who I thought killed ghosts. Uh-huh. Um, based off of this, that the last week's episode really kept me, like, not lack. The, the the episode before the last where where, where um Angela's sister was shaking like a leaf like <laughs> a damn stripper coming down that damn pole like I I really thought it was the cop at first uh-huh. and um the reason why I thought it was um the cop because it I kind of thought that something was happening during uh-huh. it was like some kind of fumbling and then Ghost got shot in truth but this week allowed me to come to a different perspective and my perspective this week is um and i'm probably going to stick to it and hopefully i'm right mm-hmm. i believe that Tariq killed go his father uh-huh. agree agree and the reason why i think that Tariq killed his father is because he told tommy don't do it let him go don't do it don't do it don't do it and i think it's going to mask what happened in earlier seasons so in earlier seasons whereas when um uh, Fifty Cent was on a on a on an episode, whereas um they were they were um they were like when when cut that out cut that out five four three two so um in earlier episodes, whereas Fifty Cent shot his son Sean, and Sean was the quote-unquote mentor of um of ghosts and at the ending 50 cent was just like oh you're not my son and i feel that Tariq is is the in the same token is saying that about ghosts you're not my father Mm because he kind of looked at um 50 cent as his his mentor slash father. So that's the reason why I feel like um, Tariq killed his father. Killed kills his father, and he was just so adamant in him being a liar. But I just I just charge that up and check it to his adolescence and his ignorance to the game because he was making a lot of mistakes, mm-hmm. selling to his teacher and all this other stuff. People that can really, um, like really slip up, make him like fail in the long run and he was like ignorant but as they are revealing the people that is going to be a part of this new uh how you call it like um when they make a show after a show mm-hmm. uh, i forget what it's called but the sequel? way a sequel as they're making the sequel and revealing who's going to be in it they're kind of giving away like because you could you have to eliminate yeah. like and 
I'm just like, all right, I kind of know what happens now. But right. um, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like my guess, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. So. But you know what? I, also, I do appreciate that um, Tommy and Ghost made up before he died. Yes, mm-hmm. I was so okay. So I was. I think that was one of the most. Um, relieving moments yeah. of that episode because you know Tommy's so stubborn mm-hmm. and it's like Tommy shut the fuck up every time Ghost trying to talk to you you always got an attitude you 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 don't want to hear nothing he's saying because you swear he you know tr- is a traitor and mm-hmm. is betraying you and then he put two and two and two and two and two and two together because mm-hmm. it was a lot he had to he had to it think about some trying. stuff like oh shit my brother really wasn't trying. I'm like, I gotta go I get my the, brother. I, I gotta go save. That got yes, out. everything good. that he said that he did. And you want to know what I really appreciate about these these last episodes? I don't know if he was gonna get to this. I'm sorry, Joe. Yeah. Um, just the fact that uh, 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 like the writing, they killed this shit. Mm-hmm. Right. That scene where on the finale when that nigga was rushing past out the uh, out the place. And the people was around the corner, the little girl and his mom, like, or how the little girl was in the car when he was on the phone with 2-Bit. Like, mm-hmm. I love how they really show you what was yeah, really going happening. on. Like, she was in the that scene. Yo, that yeah. shit crazy. Because the thing is, you never know. It's just like how different people are going Like, what things. was actually happening in this moment with everybody what, at what, this time? That shit crazy and to me. Or that, know. or even the scene with um Tommy That's when the boy saw him. Everybody looked at Ghost at one moment as... The, the arch enemy. Yep. I didn't. I'm sorry. I'm team ghost. But you know I'm what sorry. it is? Like even Angela's sister in the last in the last season, mm-hmm. the last scene where she found out that Tommy <clears throat> killed hit ki- killed her her sister. Yeah. It wasn't ghost. Yeah. It was just like and then in this scene this Tommy. scene where as Tommy felt really that? realized that he <laughs> didn't um, Ghost didn't really do anything that was against him when he found out who yeah. did it. It was yeah. just like, yo, yeah. damn. So it was just like, I'm just happy that in the long run, the truth is coming out. And it's just so sad that he really is. I will dead. tell you, I was the biggest Ghost Ain't Dead person. Right. Me, Me too. too. Oh my God! And that man is—I'm sorry. We should have put a spoiler alert for the people. Yeah, well, who you know. Y'all should know by now, though, right? When we say what's on the tube, we talking about what was on TV. <laughs> right, but but you know, like Ghost Ghost maybe dead. You know, Fifty Cent could be like, yo, he ain't dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Because when I was went like a few uh, like a month or so ago, or maybe like a month and a half ago, there was this screenshot that was leaked. And what it looked like was ghosts sitting up in a hospital bed with a gunshot wound to his chest. So it looked like he wasn't dead. I mean, we really? still didn't see the end, though. That's true. But the man, yeah, that's right. But they said he was slain unless he faked his death. And then now he going to go back to really being ghosts. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but shut up. <laughs> she said he's he gonna go back to really be a ghost. He's gonna really be a, like a real life. He's gonna be a ghost. But stay tuned. Stay tuned to the, the next e- the next episode of Power to see what really happened. Right. My next um series. Is Amber this, said is Ghost is this, gonna be Casper. <laughs> Shit. So I know like last week I did I was gonna talk I touched briefly on it saying I was gonna talk about it this week. Um it's a series it's a limited series. Um 
that is premiered on Lifetime every Friday at 9 p.m. And it's called Hopelessly in Love. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopelessly in Love is a limited series event that dives into the love stories of infamous couples in the pop culture, mm-hmm. such as uh, Nicole, N- Anna Nicole Smith and Larry Burkett, Notorious B.I.G., and Faith Evans, mm-hmm. Lisa Left Out Lopez, and Andre Ryerson, and a plethora of other people that are in pop, pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, this really, like, really sparked my interest is because I followed Left Eye. Well, I thought I followed the story <laughs> of mm-hmm. Left Eye, mm-hmm. Lisa Left Eye Lopez from the, the group TLC. Mm-hmm. And I thought I understood from her perspective and just like we just explained with with power you never know how things may play out in different perspective mm-hmm. but hopelessly uh, hopelessly in love explains it from a different perspective and when i'm telling you my eyes was open number one in this series like damn everybody loved tupac from mm-hmm. i watched both of them when i mean i know anna nicole smith didn't have nothing to do with tupac but i'm just saying um B.I.G. and Faith Evans. Faith Evans was talking about how she went into the studio and how she was singing a dish. She she thought she was getting some money and then she didn't get the money and then Tupac told her to suck his dick and Ooh. then and then um they talking about it's how like, fuck your bitch and um, the click you claim. Right. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. No. But but okay. but after that, so I fucked your bitch and I fucked your wife. That's that line. Something. But, no, but I'm saying on the series it was mm-hmm. they were. Um, Faith said that when she went to the studio, she didn't realize that she was at um, Death Row Studios. Studios. Mm -hmm. The girl ain't know. She didn't know. She didn't realize until she walked through the place and saw the pictures on the wall. She was like, oh, this is Death Row. But But girl, what did you think you was that? But but what happened was she just, because she was cool with Tupac, she just thought that it was just a regular, like this was a regular, um, Mm -hmm. she had to do, sing a hook. Because okay. that's what she was doing generally, making right, some right, money. Right. And then Tupac was like, yo, I'm going to go to my boy um, crib to go get the... Or my manager gonna uh, got the money, got You the go, money. he going to come from the hotel. And he's like, nah, just come to the hotel and pick she up said, the no, money. She said, no, I'm going to go to the hotel and yeah, get the money. Went right. to the hotel. Oh. And she waited. And he told Tupac her to come told, upstairs. She went upstairs. And, and it wasn't said, no money. He was like, you got to suck my dick if you want your money. <gasps> yes. This so, is real life. That's what this she is, said. This is all real life. That's so, what Faith mom. said. That so, Tupac so it's just said more her. so, um, her, like her perspective of how everything happened, mm-hmm. and then how Lisa left out Lopez and everybody else around her was saying how, um, Andre Ryson, she was in love with was her heart, and how Tupac was her soulmate. And I was like, well, damn. Oh, she was with Tupac, too. She wasn't with Tupac. Oh, she was. But they, they just said had some, they, like, a, a special type of friendship or something. So and I thought that was interesting because Jada Pinkett also mm-hmm. had that kind of friendship. So, so, so I was like, oh, so y'all was both at the hospital. Every, so everybody was out here. Like, and she, like, she failed to put that, that person, that that information out there in her Yeah, Faith didn't say much about that, right? Right. So it was just so it, it's really crazy how um it's really crazy how certain certain people's perspective of the same event can come out there. Mm-hmm. But it's like very interesting and I'm like I'm very interested. So tune in to um hopelessly in love. Mm-hmm. Um this is the first season, so just like every other um 
<laughs> network they have in series on series. And I'm going to stay tuned. Yeah, I'm going to tune time into being. that. I need to, I need to um, check that out. And well, I it comes on, on Lifetime Fridays at 9 p.m. Oh. My next is going to be briefly brief. Um, for those of you that don't know, I mean, this has probably been out for a week or so now. Mm-hmm. Um, Insecure on HBO is coming back on Sunday, yes. April 12th on HBO. This season of Insecure, Issa Rae is finally finding her footing in her career. But will, will relationships distract her while she figures out herself? Let's tune into how she figures out herself and how her career and her relationship is going to either balance her out or mm-hmm. imbalance her out. Come on, foreshadowing for yes. the upcoming uh, shows. Right. So Molly is stepping outside of her own comfort zone in a relationship. Man, but damn, Molly, Molly. Come on now. Mm, you stepping out of here. What, what are you doing, friend? And Tiffany figures out motherhood and Kelly continues to live her best life. <laughs> God damn. Kelly, continue to live your best life because God is nothing really out there. Not unless you are really seeking for it. I mean, it's Ooh, nothing like living your right. best life. You know, live your best life in any way, shape, or form, beloved. Well, As whatever. Oh, we <laughs> said whatever about it. <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, do your thing. Everybody, let's tune in to this season of Insecure where I am going to dibble and dabble on it. Because Let me tell you, we've been waiting long enough for this season. <laughs> right. So let's see. Let's see how it turns out. So tune in to Insecure on HBO Sunday, April 12th. Send us our check. Thanks. <clears throat> so last but not least, um, everybody is falling. Everybody is falling. But it's, keep on falling. Right. Sorry. But it's nothing mm. like falling from grace. Oh, come on, segue. So, um, I just want to say, we are getting a lot of follows on the People's Podcast. Make yes. sure you follow us at the People's Podcast on Instagram. Thank you. Thanks to our regularly scheduled program. So, um, <laughs> at, so like I said, everybody is falling from grace, and yes. which is a American thriller film produced and directed. Wow. Produced and directed in five days. By none other than Ooh, not five days. Tyler Perry. Talk about a speedy recording. So this film, it, 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 it goes in a day in the life of um, a woman named Grace who finds, who falls dangerously in love with a younger man. Mm. Um, I had the privilege to watch uh, Falling from Grace and the concept was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that there was a need to watch it in five days. Uh-huh. I mean, to film it and record it in five like days. Like so quickly? Um, and the reason, yeah, I don't see the reason to because um, there was a lot of editing need to be needing mm-hmm. to be done. So it looked like it was filmed in five so days. So there was a guy in the background that had a plate at the diner. Oh, I seen it. So he didn't mm. have nothing in his plate. And he the he man was faking like he was eating. He didn't good. have nothing in his cup. He was drinking. Like, I really don't understand. Like, why would you do that? Why would you do any of the sort? So, like, and Tyler Perry, I just feel like I'm over you being in all of your films. I'm like very... Is he in every one of his movies? He is, right? Not very. Not, he, 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 to me... Did Tyler Perry do Obsessed? No. No, right? Okay. 
So not let's just say not every one of your movies, yeah. but like yo, you gonna retire, Medea? Retire yourself, right? Like just let the people have their moment. And like if you didn't have any actors to play that role, then uh, maybe you need some more time. Yeah, I agree, friend. Like people was even talking about the wigs transferring. Yeah, the people said the wigs like, wasn't it. I'm gonna watch it tonight, hopefully, on my TV when I get in the house. But <sighs> but I just like I really enjoyed the concept because you know I watch television like to to like critique what's going on. Right, but right, right. I like concepts. I like new ideas because new i new ideas is what i long for um a lot of directors and producers they are taking a lot of things that are that has happened in the past uh-huh. and past television shows and like revamping it or bring it back right, to right, life. Right. Like, yo we understand that the 90s was was it we understand that like the 90s was the time to be alive but leave it where it's at like if you need to go back and see what was going on back then, that's what reruns is for. Right. So, um, here ends the ending of my tube. What's on the tube? Um, stay tuned to next week. I mean, I probably will have a couple more series to look at, but we'll see. Well, that was good, friend. I really uh I appreciate that, friend. You did uh you were very concise. And you were very descriptive in your shows. And I was really excited to talk about power. So shout out to the What's on the Tube segment. Yes, let's go. On this week. Um, my phone is on 4%. Let's see what we could do. How's my phone on 4% and it was charged? Oh, no, I had my phone in my hand. Never mind. Just kidding. So my part of the socials is called In Other News. And I tried to briefly put what is going on in our forsaken country um into layman's terms so we can at least try to stay abreast of everything that's going on so um i guess the i I would be remiss if i didn't talk about the impeachment hearings and i'm i'm not gonna go into this huge like you know crazy political discussion um but i will you know give a couple facts give a couple updates and let you guys know where we are right now so If you don't know, the impeachment trial has started two days ago, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Some important notes to mention are that, like, right now, like, in terms of, like, where things stand. So, the trial is in its third day. The Democratic managers, they're presenting their case. And um, this is their second of three days. So, they have three days to do this. Now, after that, Trump's legal team it has 24 hours over three days for its opening arguments um probably going to be this saturday monday and tuesday Mm -hmm. um and then the senators will get to ask questions so um i'm gonna try to get give you guys like the most updated um information um one thing I think is important to mention is that Republicans, the Republican Senator John Cornyn has said that Trump probably, quote, probably had a mixed motive in withholding Ukraine aid. What could that possibly mean? Um, it is a fact that Trump 
had withheld approximately $400 million of aid to Ukraine um, in order to receive a quid pro quo so that they investigate um, Biden's son. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's not forget the facts. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's also important to mention that House Manager Hakeem Jeffries, who I'm going to end this segment with some audio from him. Um, he actually dove into the Ukraine texts because I feel like, first of all, the fact that they're not bringing witnesses, that's shady. Mm-hmm. Right. If you guys don't know, there are no there are going to be no witnesses for this trial, which is absolutely ridiculous also the fact that these trials go up until two in the morning while nobody is really paying attention i mean people are paying attention but like not really i'm going to sleep i'm sorry i feel like all this shit is a sham and it's really unfair and for those of us who care kind of but not really right they're making it even hard for us to even want to like Stay yeah. abreast of what's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because right. um, it's such BS. Absolutely. It's, it's oh, one million, one million percent. Mm-hmm. It's good information, and like they they're supporting facts on a lot of things. Yeah. I was like, like, and you know, I'm not really into politics, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. a couple of days ago when I went to go watch, I was just like, wow, mm-hmm. for a man to sit there for two hours hmm. to tell you supporting facts on why. He should be impeached. I'm like, God damn it. But meanwhile, it's at 12 and 1 o'clock in the morning. Right. Um, that's really trash. So um, Representative Hakeem Jeffries, who's a Democrat from New York, he dug into some of the crazy text messages that were uncovered during the House inquiry. Um, specifically, these text messages include conversations between one, Kurt Volker, who is a former U.S. special envoy for Ukraine. Gordon Sondland, who we we, we mm-hmm. know him from the, um, he was doing his testimony. Right. He's a U.S. Ambassador, ambassador to the European Union. The drowsiest Rudy Giuliani, who is President <laughs> Trump's uh, a personal attorney <laughs> right now. And Andre Yermak, who is an advisor to the Ukrainian President, Volodymyr Zelensky. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are text messages between these very, very, very important people. Mm-hmm. Um, Just regular ass texts. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, basically they reveal how Volker met with Giuliani. He later told Yermak, who is the Ukrainian president, mm-hmm. um, that he would need to announce the investigations that mm-hmm. Trump was that was a quid pro quo. Mm-hmm. Not saying that he was actually going to do the investigation, but saying he's announcing the investigation. Yeah, right. um, and basically, in that instance, Volker was talking about the potential probe into the ele- election meddling in 2016. Mm. Not So basically, they're saying it wasn't the proposed investigation into Joe Biden. It was into the... Basically, you know, when they said it was a sham that Trump even yeah, got, got into, into office. office. Um but he was really into Biden and Biden's son. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're trying to, that's what they're, that's what they're trying to do is like go away from that rhetoric. Mm-hmm. So, um, Trump's lawyer who is obviously Ju- uh, Giuliani. Um, oh no, actually his other, I'm sorry, Jay Seculo. Excuse me if I'm saying these names wrong. He's basically saying the Democrats presentation opened the door for Biden and Burisma discussion. Um, Ted Cruz, who's also the drowns, has refused to answer questions mm. on whether he'll defend Trump's conduct. I'm sorry, but there are too many instances of these Republicans mm-hmm. pleading the fifth 
in regard to this president. And remember how he just got out the race so suddenly? Dog, like what? Mm-hmm. Who paid you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who paid you? Um, Elizabeth Warren, she is urging Republicans to call the witnesses and bring, you know, bring in the documents. Oh, yeah. Um it's a bunch. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm gonna end it by saying well not end it, but I'm just I just like wanna encourage you all to do a little bit of research on your own because mm-hmm. it's really it's really important. Like even though I believe all this shit is rigged, mm-hmm. it's still important to know what the fuck is going on. Like this is literally history and there are people who are walking around with no idea. Yeah, and right. no fucking clue. Know what's going on so you can form your own opinion. Exactly. You know and what I'm you saying? Can know like whatever, whichever way you go, you know, when it's time to vote, you know what's crazy. As long as you, as long as you go up, go out there, and you have, a and you, you have a voice. What What was crazy to me is uh-huh. the fact that you are the president of the United States, and yeah. you had to seek legal counsel from elsewhere. Joe, you couldn't even. That man been don't his lawyer for a, a long don't time. Don't you have? A president, a, a, a lawyer. Yeah, and Rudy. Ru- his name Rudy, is Rudy. Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> that, yeah, that's him. Um, let's see what I wanted to play for you guys. This is like some quick um audio. I hope my phone doesn't die because it's not charging right now. Try, try, try this one. one. Where's the audio at? It's on my phone. Fo- oh, um, Angela Rye's Instagram. Okay. So I'm gonna pull up this audio that um I thought it was really dope that. Angela Rise Camp. They, uh, if you guys aren't abreast, Hakeem Jeffries is an African American um, representative, Democrat from New York, and um, basically he ended his uh, his um, when he was um, his testimony, yeah. so to speak, with an infamous quote from the one and only notorious B.I.G. Mm-hmm. who that my co-host mentioned mm-hmm. last week will be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I just wanted to play for you guys this audio um i won't play the whole thing but i think it's really funny how they put it to the (laughs) (laughs) they put it to the to the biggie beat to cover it up and we are here sir (laughs) to follow the facts be guided by the constitution and present the truth to the american people that is why we are here mr seculo and if you don't know, now you know. Big facts. Let's know, fucking go. Okay, because the secular decided to say, why are we here? And mm-hmm. my man proceeded to tell him exactly why all we are here reasons. in all sorts of ways mm-hmm. for him to freaking understand. So, again, I'm just going to end uh, in other news by letting, telling you guys, please, 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 whatever outlet you use to do your research, I just ask you to do your research. Read. It's important. Read. Read. Please read. Please read articles. Please check sources. Please don't just listen to your friend. Please don't just listen to your quote unquote woke friend. Please, please, please read. Please use and 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 depend on reputable sources. Don't go out spewing misinformation because it is so difficult and it is so dangerous for us who other people look up to to spew misinformation right and hate speech and shit that's just flat out wrong because then people take those non-facts and they run with it Mm -hmm. so i just ask you guys to please 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 do your research absolutely thank you for that amber because i really know everything that was going on with the people but now i know 
So I'm appreciative. Joe, what we gonna um, run into next? What we doing next? So, any, mini, miny, mo, catch a tiger by the toe. If you have a letter go, any, mini, miny, mo. So the next segment of the episode is called Word on the Street. Mm-hmm. So the Word on the Street is in honor of one of my favorite 90s television show called um, Martin. And Martin had a show called Word on the Street, whereas he interviewed different celebrities. So I, I really admired him, even though it was like a, a it wasn't really a talk show um it was just more so inspirational because like i like i really love like the comic relief of martin so um my i entitled my segment word on the street my word on the street is a little different i pick a word out of the webster's dictionary and i apply it to everyday people why not apply to every everyday people when we're called the people's podcast so Today's uh, word on the street is no. Um, no is an act or instance or referencing or denying by the use of the word no. It's not really a definition, but um, I like the word no and I want to apply it to everyday's life because um, it's very hard sometimes to say no, Mm -hmm. Um, especially when you are a person that, I don't wanna say you are a yes person, Mm -hmm. but more so someone that is empathetic to those around you. Um, Everyone's needs, everyone's wants, um, and you just want to be a so-called open book to everyone around you. Um, But sometimes words, the word no can be very, very hard. Um, and the word reason why it's hard because once you say no to someone, they they either don't um, they don't receive that very well, mm-hmm. or or they they look at you in a different light. But it's okay if they do, because at the end of the day, when you say no, you say yes to yourself. Uh-huh. Um. Yes is a positive word that some people may like it or they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you say yes to yourself, then it's it you kind of give yourself kind of relief uh, a relief. Mm-hmm. And for those that hear no a lot, <coughs> it's okay to say no because if it's no to job opportunities, n- no to different auditions, no to your um, any kind of pitch that you're trying to uh, innovative pitch out in the world mm-hmm. there will be one person that's going to say yes to mm-hmm. you that no is going to make you stronger and better Facts. than ever that no is going Ooh, to make you job. powerful because once you get that yes it's going to feel so good because god does not put anything in the atmosphere if it's not for you mm. so <laughs> If it's not for you, be okay for that no. Because once that yes comes, that yes will be for you. And here ends my word on the street. Yay. So, I like this. Well, I'm scared. I like this. <laughs> I'm scared about it. 
Friend, thank you for that. I love it. That was good about the word no. I hope y'all wrote some notes. Right. I think we we should have like a thing where may I don't know if it's called where I mean word on the street was kinda out already, right? But we should have like a a meetup or something or like a not a show, but somewhere where we meet with like minded intellectuals and we have these conversations where we're able to so that bounce off we was talking about we should talk about this at the meeting yes yeah because you know what i think we come up with a lot of gems and you i know, feel like the people would want to talk like talk to us about this rather than listen to us mm-hmm. talk about the gems you yeah, know what we mean? should do that it's a different part. feeling from reacting to what we're talking about as opposed to actually being a part of the conversation you know, being a part of the conversation that, that's what it's gonna be called. Mm-hmm. I like that too. Candid conversation. If you like that, because you know we the people's podcast. If you if you're interested in it, this is gonna be our like tester. See if people feeling it. Because at the end of the day, we need people to come. Mm-hmm. So why not? We have to use our platform to talk to the people. So if you're listening right now, y'all be texting us, <laughs> telling us that y'all listening. Mm-hmm. But we want to, you know, hit us up, email us, let us know if y'all are down to come hang out with us because we really trying to put on for y'all in 2020. Yeah, we want to talk to the people. We do. Mm. You know, my friend keeps saying she wants to go bowling. So I want to go bowling so oh, that bad. Would be so fun. Oh, I will set it up if the people want to go bowling. I will yes. get us at the bowling lanes. I will get a select them. few people to go yeah. bowling with us. That's kind of dope. I'll the, the lanes I need one side of the lanes for four hours give me ten lanes that's kind of dope yep and we can have a party and it would be good and Ooh, so people if you're trying connect. to come bowl with the people then hit us up on the gram and hit us, us up us on know. our email if you would like to come just say I want to go bowling that's what I want y'all to either DM that's us it. or email us you don't got to say much more than hey I want to go bowling if you and go we about to get this shit happen let me tell you because I've been trying to go bowling the girl has been wanting to go bowling for a long time I I'm ain't like, gonna hold y'all can we just go bowling yes the girl wants to go bowling okay well that's what we're gonna do I would appreciate it if y'all would participate Participated. Come on. Come on. Get your bowling ball. Get your bowling ball, Shantae. Shantae. Oh, man. Come get that strike. <laughs> well, shut up. Come get your turkey, Shantae. Come get your turkey. Come on. Come on. Oh, man. What's I next? guess you going to segue. I'm going to segue. What's next? I don't got no segue. What's that? Look, what's next? <laughs> what's next? Who's next? Oh, you want to well, go next? I am next. Go for um, it. I like to give a segment about um, um about nothing, and the segment is actually about mental health and mental wellness. And I um will usually delve into some tips to give you all um during a specific time in your mental wellness journey. <clears throat> um, and I'll be transparent. I'm at a pivotal um. Uh, and my mental wellness journey mm-hmm. um and I had to overcome um an obstacle of um telling my therapist that 
I'm seeking a new therapist. Mm. Um, and I, I want to give you guys just a tip that during during your mental wellness journey and when you're in therapy, you're not going to keep the same therapist for this for the whole time like for the rest of your life you're gonna Mm -hmm. like things change you overcome certain things and now you need to talk to somebody else about certain things um to be transparent i have had to um understand things and come to terms with things and become self-aware of what's happening and why it's happening Mm -hmm. and my therapist has been phenomenal phenomenal um at uh, at teaching me how to understand things and how to really dissect things for what they are so i i pride myself on being very self-aware and being aware of other people um but now i feel like i need to reparent myself and i need to uh, show myself some sympathy Mm-hmm. Um, I, I realized that I am I have been sad I have been angry I need to attend to the emotions that I feel and now that I've become understanding of self-awareness I now need to go to this next step of kind of coddling myself um, the affection that I have been missing and that I haven't got you know I have to now learn how to show that to myself. So I want to give you guys some tips on what to do when you are changing therapists. I love these tips. I ain't even um, you. I'm glad you like them, friend. I really because do changing therapists is not easy. Because number one, like your therapist is basically like they have been like your superman or superwoman for so long. They saved you, and you know they got you into this like like this the best place you've been in a long time and it's like i don't want to like disappoint my therapist like how i'm gonna tell her it's like breaking it's literally breaking up with your therapist um i still have no yeah but you know i i I still have a few uh uh sessions i have actually i think because it is almost the end of january so i have two i have two weeks left with fabiola and then i I think I want to start my first session with a new therapist I found um, in like sometime in February, and um, I had to. Well, the, the tips I'll give you is this: is that as soon as you feel like a disconnect in your therapy, you need to tell your therapist right away. Mm. Tell them if you feel like, you know, you know, there's something that like I don't need to come here anymore and your visits start getting a little bit less and or you might not talk as much anymore. You shouldn't wait, you know, or tell your therapist ASAP, because most likely once you communicate that to them, they'll either agree with you or tell you where you have opportunity to, you know, kind of dive in more or learn more about yourself. Yeah. And don't wait until the end of your session uh tell them in the very beginning of your session mm-hmm. um i made that mistake of like just saying at the end of my session like so i've been thinking and fabiola was like so this you just wasted an hour of my time mm-hmm. because i didn't say anything to her mm-hmm. and she was like we should have been talking about this mm-hmm. so now mm-hmm. you want to waste the rest of your sessions talking about this when we could have spent the last hour because this is what you've been waiting to say to me this yeah. whole time yeah mm-hmm. so don't mm-hmm. wait till the end of your session um bring that up 
And just also remember, when you make this decision, this is your decision, and it's really not up for review by anyone. Mm-hmm. It's it's a decision you're making for yourself, and it's okay. And at the end of the day, if you wanted to go back to your therapist that you was at before, mm-hmm. you could do that. They they will happily take your money. So, and it's not just about taking your money, but it's just like. It's not something like, oh, I broke up with my therapist. I could never go back. You can go back. Your therapist is there for you for that. Mm-hmm. Also, um, just be aw- um, be advised that you are legally entitled entitled to your record. Because when you go back, when you go to a new therapist, also you need to be prepared to tell your story all over again and so that you could get to where you are. So that's like two or three, se- three sessions, depending on how, like, shit, how fucked up shit was. Um you you can get your record from your old therapist and give it to your new therapist so at least they can have a screenshot of what you've worked through and what you have been you yeah. know you know what you've worked on and how the, the different um milestones you've made and if you are breaking up with your therapist and you really don't have a new therapist you can ask your current therapist for a recommendation. The thing is, you don't have to be offended by, I mean, you don't have to think that your um, therapist will be offended by you breaking up with them because they understand the cycle of therapy and that, you know, sometimes you change, you know, you, you, you come to a point and they might not be able to help you in the way that you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they understand that and they might know someone that can help you. And sometimes when you think, when you realize that you need a new therapist, your your therapist probably realized a long time ago that your time is almost up with them. So just be transparent with your therapist. Um, understand that this is a part of their professional work, professional work and this is a part of their job. Um, and it, helping you get to where you need to be mentally. Um, also, I do, I do also like to, I'm just trying to pull things from, like, things I've read, things that I've known, notes I've taken, but, um, I guess lastly, I would say just sometimes you might have to consider taking a break from therapy, Hmm. and that's okay. Um, I've seen people do that. I have done it. And it's just so you can regroup. You know, sometimes you get a, it's not overwhelming, but you it, it, you can get a little overwhelmed to where you need to kind of sit with the tools you've learned or the things that you have come to terms with during therapy. You need to sit with it, you know, exercise your healthy coping mechanisms, and then, you know, just live in that. Mm-hmm. And it might not be necessary. You might not have nothing to say to your therapist. You know, and I've wait not wasted money, but sometimes. Well, yeah, I've wasted money. I've been in therapy some sessions and they say nothing. Mm. I sat with my therapist. She, you know, she sat at her desk or sat in a chair, and I sat in, in my chair on the phone. So what happens in that case? Nothing. Like the therapist will sit there. That's it. Cause mm. they getting that bread. So so. Can you just Or she'll she'll ask me like So there's nothing you want to talk about And I'll be like Nah not really So why are you here Because I had an appointment But you didn't You could have You know Called me to cancel But I'm here Like it's just It's a thing Like that was my reaction That's how But I've been in sessions With my therapist Where I just sat Because being in my therapist's office 
I found like security or comfort mm-hmm. and I necessarily didn't have anything to say. And so after she would sit for like 15 minutes and she's just looking at me, might ask me a question here or there. I'm on my phone scrolling on Instagram or something. She might get on her phone and scroll and she'd be like, so how did this go this week? How do you feel about this? I'm like, that's cool. Like I'm not making conversation. Then she'll just walk to her desk and do her work. And then when my session is over, I say, okay, I'll see you next week. That's it? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, <sighs> your therapist is going to be there for that. But f- for Fabiola, when I would do that, oh, the next week, she not go- she don't stop talking to me. Like, she asks questions. And, and that's just, like, our method. And that has been our method. Um, however, I know that I'm now in a place where I need to show myself some sympathy. Mm-hmm. I need to show myself some comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to give myself a hug, <laughs> you know. And... Um, I just I I'm equipped with the tools that Fabiola gave me, mm-hmm. and now it's time for the move for me to move on. So if you ever felt like that, or if you get to a point like that, just know it's okay. It's not a bad thing. That's the segment about nothing. Well, at least you acknowledge that, right? Mm-hmm. You, I was, you, you know, take, I was gonna say that same thing. You you take advantage. You're taking advantage of what she has given you, mm-hmm. and uh, it's. it's Packing that up and going to the next level. Yeah. So you just like I do commend you on like doing that because like uh, some people will stick there with whether it's Fabiola, (laughs) Joe Smo, (laughs) and they gonna they gonna Mm -hmm. sit there and they gonna keep it moving. Mm -hmm. They they gonna just keep it till Joe Smo say I'm I'm moving to the next level. Right. But what you're doing is you're you acknowledge the fact that. Hey, yo, I appreciate it. And maybe I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah. I mean. Because, you know, like, well, last year I realized that I had anger issues. And I never realized myself to be angry. But I'm mad. And that's another story. I got into a fight at a bar and I beat a man up. And it was really crazy. And that was like over a year ago. Um I realized I was angry, but then I also realized I was really still, like, sad, you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. really sad. And I'm like, it's because, like, I I can show sympathy and empathy, but I'll, I can show it to so many people, I never give it to myself. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, I know why that is, but now I need to know how to do it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And Fabiola has, we've had conversations to where, you know, that's not really a thing for her, you know, um, Different therapists have different specialties and different things. And so, you know, that's how I came to that conclusion. So if you ever come to that point, just know that it's not a bad thing. It's not, um, you know, juju or nothing like that. It's, it's, It's healthy. It's, it's okay. And you can do it. And your therapist can help you make the transition. Wow. That's a segment about nothing. All right. I'm done. I need some gems. (laughs) <laughs> well then since you <laughs> mentioned it um so the funny thing is i've been sitting here scrolling through my phone as my mm-hmm. phone is on one percent wow um i've been scrolling all right hold on because now i gotta bring my mic over i've been scrolling through my phone like trying to find like the perfect because I got a bunch of gems, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm in this new transformative space. And I'm like, oh, I want to just tell the people everything. And I want to I want to inspire people. I want to go back to my, my what I know, my niche, 
right what i'm good at i'm really mm. good at inspiring people i know i'm good at that shit i'm a fucking talker right. and if you don't believe in yourself right now i got you in 10 minutes mm-hmm. so i'm looking i'm looking i'm looking on all these different people's um instagram pages and stuff i go on my business page i'm like all right let me see let me look at the people that i follow let me let me find some really something really good right mm-hmm. and i'm like nothing is really talking to me nothing is really speaking to me nothing is really like oh there it is right there um and, t- and i'm like hold on you spend a lot of time designing those graphics mm-hmm. that are on your instagram profile as in those aren't copy and paste screenshot and post graphics you took your time and designed those things and came up with those quotes and captions to speak to people mm-hmm. and with this entire transformative kind of vibe we've been on tonight um i said hold on i think i think it's time you mentioned something about feeling uh, giving my what did you say you you say you need to like give yourself more compassion more compassion mm-hmm. and like Show not my... holding yourself up to up to these crazy mm-hmm. standards right um and i think that some in some weird kind of way i i feel like i need to do the opposite of that in terms of like no 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 yes hold yourself up to that standard mm-hmm. realize you said you said it you said realize how great you are mm-hmm. realize how amazing you are realize that you're doing some shit that a lot of motherfuckers want to do and they ain't mm-hmm. right so i go on my page and i'm like wow the first literally first post on my branding agency's instagram page and i'm like damn i've been literally scrolling for 10 minutes trying to find something while y'all were talking and it's right under my nose you even said it i said it myself (laughs) (laughs) it's mine right right i'm my inspiration it's Mm -hmm. it's crazy to be a you know how crazy it is to be your own inspiration you know how like like it's such an amazing out of body experience that's the best way i can explain it when you are your own inspiration like oh shit i did that me so without you know without me going too deep um and i said i think i said this before on the show but i think it makes a lot of sense now and i don't think this 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 advice is timeless i agree um this this advice is that you should never compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 31 Mm. right um we should never stop our entrepreneurial or work or whatever it may be whatever these goals are that we may have we should never stop these goals because we haven't gotten to this particular checkpoint at this particular time Uh i'm not giving up on my dreams of being a wife and a mom because i will be 31 this year and i don't have a husband yet that's not gonna stop me i'm not gonna give up on being this big inspirational influencer because i've been at this for some years now and i've not yet hit my stride right i'm not going to allow the success of others 
whose story is completely different than mine and their recipe for success completely different than mine Mm -hmm. to allow me to diminish right and like debase what I've already accomplished and neither should you and I don't want this to necessarily just be about like owning a business or whatever this is about this is about your job this is about school this is just about life like whatever it may be whatever that goal may be whatever you feel like you should be doing at this point and you ain't there yet so now you feel like you know what I'm gonna give that up and I'm gonna start something new no 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 you stay at that shit you stay at whatever it is that you're working on because in however I'm not gonna say a number right in however many days we i'm sorry seconds minutes hours days weeks months years it takes for you to get there that shit was necessary because you needed to learn something or experience something in that amount of time that had you not learned it that shit would have failed at some point it could have been at year one or year 10 would you rather be successful throughout then fail at year 10 who wants to fail at year 10 right you're doing so well but because you didn't take your time and you're comparing yourself to others who are passing you in the race right so you take shortcuts or you just flat out quit right because you don't take your time and allow life to do its thing and allow yourself to literally evolve into who you're supposed to evolve into you fail at whatever time just I say all that to say you know let your story play out let your goals play out let your life play out um please understand that you are destined for greatness but the but is your greatness does not equal your friend's greatness Uh and please believe greatness comes in Every different shape, color, form, and fashion. Hallelujah. Okay, and greatness is not that va- is not is not valued by how big and shiny it is, right? Greatness is not valued by a diamond ring. Greatness is not valued by babies. Greatness is is not valued by weddings. Greatness is not valued by all of these things that we as 30 and 31 and 32 year old millennials are subject to because all of our compadres around us that's all the celebrations Uh let's start celebrating the fact that i did not stay in bed all weekend can we go out and drink to that friend Uh can we have a bunch of people at the crib and play taboo Uh and play games because i didn't give up on myself and i didn't give up on my dreams and i ran a marathon this weekend and I did, th- you know what I mean? Let's not, like, it was something that was on Instagram that was saying, like, let's not only celebrate baby showers and fucking weddings and mm-hmm. shit. Like, what about the little things that really fucking make right. us happy? Right. Mm-hmm. You that know? I'm fact. running a fucking marathon. That's a big feat. Mm-hmm. Yes, I want my friends to have a party for me, and we all gathering, and we playing games, and we drinking, and we having a good old time, and eating good food, and just fraternizing with one mm-hmm. another. Not because it's a baby coming, not because I'm marrying somebody, but because I have accomplished this feat that I set myself up for and I have done it. 
That's a big fucking deal. And I think that once we start congratulating each other on those small, and I say small is small is relative in this conversation because Mm -hmm. it may be small to one person, but it's big as fuck to you. Somebody else, yeah. So if we celebrate each other's feats, we celebrate each other's accomplishment accomplishments, not just grad. Fuck the graduating from college shit. Mm -hmm. Fuck getting a PhD and a master's and all this shit. We only be selling. It's like we because because now right now you're in more debt unless your shit is paid for by a fellowship or something (laughs) more kudos to you absolutely go for it great but what i'm saying is there are so many things and so many accomplishments that we finish and we meet and we accomplish that deserve the praise as much praise as the weddings and the babies and the whatever 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 the 30th birthday party so what you made it to 30 okay cool (laughs) <laughs> right like goddamn. that's a fact All like, right, like now right. what now Shit. what we gonna do now what <laughs> you gonna be 30 tomorrow like can we can we celebrate some more things mm-hmm. that are more important to your friends than they are to you mm-hmm. like can we can we can we can we exemplify the things that your friend has been talking about for weeks now you say you know what good job friend mm-hmm. And you don't even support them on it. Can we start celebrating those things? Right? I think that as a people and as a generation, we will be so much more well-rounded and so much more loved. And we'll be just so much more happy that our friends give a fuck about the shit that we give a fuck about. Mm -hmm. That's so fucking important. Even your significant other. It's important for niggas. It's important for somebody to to care about what you care about. Mm Mm-hmm. It matters right? a lot. Am I am I making no. sense? You make a lot of sense. It matters a lot, and it matters a lot to people. Like I think in life, as a as a a person who deals with, um, I hate just to keep saying it, but I deal with things oh, different, yeah. you know. But it's like I deal with mental illness, and I tell people all the time it's a really it's a constant struggle. And sometimes when I'm just able to get up and do my laundry, it's like a big thing for me. And I know for other people who may not deal with what I deal with, it's like okay, you did your laundry, yeah. But Fred, do you know what it took me to get up out the bed and do my laundry? I, there was times I've dealt with things, and I've been I was in the bed for six six and a half days you know and for me so when I get out of bed and go to work that's a big deal for me not that I haven't been doing that consistently but that's an accomplishment every day that I pat myself on the back like Asia look at you getting up and going to work because I will take every PTO I have just to stay in my room I changed my curtains today you know like I took out I took out the blackout curtains today and I put on some lighter ones to let the sun in something as small as that like, you know that that's a big deal because when you or like you know my friend you know she she's she she put that LLC in today or she might have you know uh fleshed out that idea she was thinking sure, about sure. let's let's celebrate those Absolutely. things because i i feel like so many of us get real downtrodden on ourselves because and selfish it's i'm be honest that Mm -hmm. shit is selfish you know because that shit when we was kids that shit was different Mm -hmm. we wanted to be with our friends we wanted to go to clicks and take pictures with our friends Mm -hmm. right like we gave Mm -hmm. a fuck about our friends stories about their boyfriends i don't know about y'all but Mm -hmm. me and my friends used to write each other letters in school in high school and they say to you 
uh, from me. me. The song that's playing, the time, what yes. class I'm in. Like, those were cool things. And mm-hmm. it's like, I, and I'm not, not saying we got to write fucking letters again, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> what? when can we, like, get into each other again? It's I right. miss that shit. Yeah. And, yes, everybody has their lives. Every People got kids and people got husbands and shit like that. But I think it's extremely important. And I'm... The reason I brought this up is because I spent some time last night with two mm-hmm. of my best friends, Shakia and Sean, and I'm like, oh my God, this is taking me back to fifth grade. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's taking me back to fifth grade, just us fucking being goofy and mm-hmm. laughing and talking about things, right? Like, we need that to remind us of who we really are because we, like, newsflash, mm-hmm. we're adults. Yeah. Oh my God, grown ones. Newsflash, we are the adults that we thought were so old mm-hmm. right back in the day we're them now mm-hmm. it's really is i think it's important that we don't lose ourselves yeah and we use each other to keep that whatever it, whatever it may be right whatever it ain't whatever mojo. it may be mm-hmm. you know i think it's just important to to just celebrate one another even if it's just meeting up at the bowling alley one day and saying hey let's Please, go bowling i just want to bowl right <laughs> so that's my amber's little gems for today thank you for the gems girl i done shed a tear i done <laughs> laughed a little bit i'm like wow amber is just giving the people the stuff for the free 99 okay i need to be charging no i'm just kidding <laughs> yes you need a rate joe um i'm sorry so joe you went Mm-hmm. Oh, so we had the last segment of the show. It's yeah, already it's uh, five minutes left in the show. Do you guys have final thoughts? Anybody yeah, ready yet or no? I'm, I'm ready, and I don't. I, I've been thinking about how to like explain it, but I don't. Um, I want people to marinate on it, and I probably will expound on it mm-hmm. um, next week. I want to say, do not. So you know how this say, saying is: you reap what you sow. Um, when you sow something in faith. Don't dig it up in unbelief. Hmm. Ooh. When you sow something in faith, don't dig it up in unbelief. Like we'll talk about it next week. I like that. In a, a lot. segment about nothing. Mm. So, um, I'm gonna piggyback off of uh what your homegirl just said and say remember that you are the heir. Remember that. So that mean you got. Are you saying air or H E I air? Because like I am you got the fo- air. I am the air. Yes, God. Like you you got a fortune right. coming. Remember mm-hmm. that you are royalty. Mm. Um, and we tend to forget. Like it's so crazy how <clears throat> we don't know. The ancestors before they were enslaved. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Some of them were royalty, and some of them was just happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just meaning royalty, meaning kings and queens. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. some, some of them were just as plain happy, just in, just basking in the ambiance of just enjoying the day, just being alive. Um. Just remember, just like um, the homie Rasby is trying to break generational curses, you are now able to. And remember, just because you don't have the rem- the memory mm-hmm. of what your your ancestors like, everybody wants you to remember what your ancestors were 
enslaved memory was. Mm -hmm. But just remember, before they were enslaved, they were kings and queens. And just remember and just look into who you are and gravitate that to not not gravitate it, catapult it into something brand new. Mm. Because what we don't realize is that we are heirs to a throne. Mm -hmm. uh-huh. And it's up to us to claim it. Once Facts. you claim that heir, nobody can take it away. So just remember that you are heir to a throne. Mm-hmm. Amen. That was good. Um, my final thought is extremely simple. Um, but I really hope that y'all take my advice because I've been seeing a lot of this going on in the streets. Ooh, and where you saw that? The streets. Oh. Um, and y'all need to just get y'all shit together. So. Just a friendly reminder, gentle reminder to stop asking blind people to proofread your vision. Mm. Okay. Whatever your vision is, is your vision. It don't need a Facebook status. It don't need an Instagram post of you and your blazer going to your interview. Not in a blazer. Mm. <laughs> New beginnings. Oh, God. Yeah, so funny. In the mirror. You at the interview, but you already taking work mirror pics. <laughs> I see y'all. <laughs> but I don't ever see when you say I got the job, though. Oh, that's terrible. Stop mm. telling people mm. your plans before your plans come to fruition. Mm -hmm. Keep that shit low. I know this ain't the first time that you've heard this advice. Uh -huh. Social media does not need to know everything about your life. Facts. That's a motherfucking fact. Mm. So whatever news you got, whatever vision, vision you have, whatever idea you're blossoming, keep it to yourself. Ooh, and yeah. if you're going to tell people, only tell the people who are doing better than you mm -hmm. in that realm. Because mm -hmm. if you tell the motherfuckers that's trying to be like you, guess what's going to happen? Mm. They going to be like you and then some. Mm. Think on that. Really think on that. They going to be like you and then some. Because they're going to take your ideas mm -hmm. and implement everything you've been telling them and turn that shit into some shit that you never even thought of. So keep your shit to yourself because niggas is haters out here. Facts. And at the end of the day, everyone's becoming an entrepreneur now. Oh, my God. Everyone wants to do this. Now, everybody need, needs a side hustle now. So now my advice to you, teach them how to become entrepreneurs. Teach them what it is that they need to become like you. And if you don't get it, it's not meant for you to get it. But if you do, I appreciate you. Because this is the 60th episode of the People's Podcast Show. We will see you next week. We thank you for tuning in. If you don't already, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at the People's Podcast. If you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to DM us or email us at it's the People's Podcast at gmail.com. We appreciate you. Peace out. Bye, y'all. See you next week. Oh, good show, DB. We finish. Thank you so much, friend. We appreciate you so much.